Hey, pod people, I'm Benjamin Alaco. And I'm Carrie. And this is Last Year's Horror. It's the horror movie podcast that's always a year behind. This episode, we'll be discussing yet another movie that reminds us that no matter how often you see it, little white kids staring at you will always be freaky. Yeah, that's very true. And that movie is drumroll. I can't do a drum roll. <laughs> the Prodigy. The Prodigy. It was written by Jeff Bueller, who also wrote the Pet Cemetery remake, which we talked about this season. And it was directed by Nicholas McCarthy. Quick side note that McCarthy has directed several other horror movies over the years, including 2014's At the Devil's Door, which I actually liked quite a bit. Anyway, The Prodigy stars Taylor Schilling, Jackson Robert Scott, and Peter Mooney, and it was released in 2019 on February 8th. And theme music. If it's not this year's, it must be last year's horror. horror. It was a horrible year, but have no fear, it's just horror that we're talking about. Because if it's not this year's, it must be last year's horror. And if it is this year's, we'll talk about it next year on last year's horror. And we're back. Our guest on this episode is our friend uh, and the host of the comedy podcast, the name of that podcast. Uh, his name is Alton Knight. Hello. Hi. Hi, Alton. How are you guys doing? So good. Yeah, we're doing well. Just kidding. I already know you're doing well. <laughs> yeah, we already talked about this, Alton. What are you talking about? <laughs> How are you hanging in there? You know, I'm doing all right. Staying indoors, washing my hands. Um, I got a couple of really snazzy face masks that don't match any of my outfits. That's what you need. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah it, it stands out. It's like a it's a neon colored, black and neon colored Ooh. kitty cat mask. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, and I live in I live in a, I'm on the bad side of town, supposedly. So I think it's really funny. So speaking of face masks, all I have is a, a t-shirt that I cut up because it's like the best thing that I could find that fits. Okay. And I was like, I really like this. I feel like it actually fits. It doesn't fog up my glasses. And of course, the first time I actually wear, wore it around some people that I knew, the first person looked at it and was like, so is that underwear or is that, <laughs> what is that? I was like, awesome. I nailed it. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess since we're all doing good, uh, start with our round of spoiler-free reviews. I'm going to make Ben go first, because I went first last time. Right, row. Okay. So um, we actually just watched this for the first time a few minutes ago. We just finished it. And I wonder what Carrie's going to say, because I actually liked this movie quite a bit. We were talking about it very briefly because we didn't want to like get too much into it mm -hmm. and carrie mentioned that it's kind of predictable and i would agree with certain parts of that like once you kind of see the opening and you know the premise you're like okay i think i know where this is going so it didn't like shock me in that sense but towards the end it actually did some things where i was like okay i kind of didn't really expect it to go in the direction that it went i liked the supernatural elements that they used and there were some kind of cheesy jump scares, but certain ones actually worked pretty well, I thought. So overall, I enjoyed this. I don't think it's like a 10 out of 10, but we'll talk about that probably towards the end of this episode, kind of getting into that those uh, questions that we ask. Yeah. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. It was not my least favorite movie of 2019, it was not my favorite movie of 2019. I thought it was okay. 
Um, I did like that instead of the traditional, um, I liked what they did instead of the typical supernatural, yeah, um, <laughs> for the kid. And I, I don't know, it, it wasn't like the worst movie, but I also was getting, I mean, it held my interest for the most part. It was, it was, it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the most, that was the most wishy-washy review I've ever heard Carrie do. Like not even just on this show. She's like, I think it was okay. Maybe it was all right. I guess whatever. Sure. Maybe. It's just the impression that the movie gives you. Yeah. 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 Right. When you had told me about this movie, and this was going to be the movie we were going to do, uh, do an episode about, um, I was excited because I'd never seen this movie, but I remember wanting to see the movie when the trailers had dropped because mm -hmm. uh, little kids are terrifying, mm -hmm. uh, smart little kids, and it was it seemed like a really cool uh, twist. The trailer had framed it as, as a very gifted young man who's getting bored. I don't know. <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah, I kind of remember that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So that was my impression going into the film, and then as they, like... Like laid out what they were giving you in the order that they did it left you with a lot of questions and i think that's why you wanted to keep watching right, right. because you didn't know where they were going to go with it and uh, like carrie said when that when the big reveal happens um you're like oh that's something <laughs> i right. did not i did not see that coming um i didn't even think it was going to be supernatural personally but like the movie like the director um made it fun for me to look at the screen and see what was going on sure. um towards the end of the movie it started to get a little hokey for me so like i, I kind of disagree with you like about how the end of the movie brought it together the end of the movie kind of tore it apart for me because, yeah because like I'm, I'm watching it i'm like no no they're not i'm like oh wait a minute oh they did that i can't believe it yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah the ending got very predictable for me so. yeah the ending yeah. was predictable because it was the end of a different classic which one the omen uh, yeah. yeah I mean you're yeah you're not you're definitely not wrong and I I feel like it does borrow at the end yeah and borrow is putting it lightly <laughs> but like it's kind of a trope of this particular genre this bad seed genre so yeah. um apologies out there for people uh, if you've seen the omen and now the movie spoiled but come on this is one of those bad seed movies there's only certain ways that it can go now that you mentioned the um the preview i never saw the preview but i'm like that sounds like a way better movie just the super smart kid who gets bored and is like eh, i'm gonna start stabbing kill things people. right yeah. it's like oh my my brain's advanced and yeah. um this is what's fun for me because i'm disappointed um, apparently interpersonal <laughs> connections have run its course Right. Yeah, I I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen the trailer, so mm -hmm. I don't remember that much about it. But I agree, though. I remember watching the trailer and not really having any inclination that this would be some even some form of a possession story, which in a right. sense it is. Right. So like to, to that extent, I enjoyed the twist in that regard. Right. Right. I'm like, oh, this is a supernatural movie, but it's not like a very it's a very original take on a supernatural film. So it was cool in that regard. Once we start, you know, talking about the movie a little bit more in detail later, there's a specific point in the movie where I'm like, OK, well, I think it has to end this way. <laughs> and 
and um, yeah. keeping in mind that it reminded me a lot of the Omen. Yeah. Other, otherwise, I think it's a two and a half out of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of these bad seed movies. I'm just not a fan the of the evil them. evil kid stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are pretty creepy to begin with, so I'm like, <laughs> so it's... is it too freaky? No, I just I like uh, this is just I feel like it's um, <laughs> grasping at straws a lot. <laughs> Sorry, giving kids too much credit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think uh, it's time to move on to the part of the show where we are going to talk about the plot in detail. So if you want to watch the movie still, be aware. Heavy spoilers ahead. Okay, so getting into this movie and, you know, the opening is Montgomery, Ohio, and a woman is breaking out of a house and bad things are happening. Well, we don't really know that they're bad things just yet. We just see a lady busting out of a dilapidated house or cabin, and then she runs through the woods. So you're like, oh, she must have been tortured or something. Right. <laughs> That's what I mean, the bad things, right? <laughs> we don't know that a bad thing's happened yet. She just appears to have been tortured. <laughs> we don't know, like, that it was bad torture. It could just be, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well okay yeah um the part that i liked the most about this scene was when she got on the highway and then she caused that lady to almost crash because <laughs> i watch a lot of true crime and i think about that all the time i'm like what if someone runs out in the middle of the road right now like i'm gonna hit them like i can't stop like it freaks me out so i liked that <laughs> some people are afraid of deer and Carrie is like... A See, freedom. I grew up with so many deer running across the road. I'm like, whatever. whatever I can spot deer. a deer. But right. humans, I'm like, no. No, I'm, I'm always uh, I'm always on the edge of my seat in those scenes in movies where they're running away and they come to a road where yep. cars are going super fast. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh no. I'm like, and there's no guarantee because, you know, so many movies have been made. This has played out so many different ways. And my least favorite one is when a car stops, but they're on the same side as the bad guy. I, that's what I was wondering if it was going to happen. That was <laughs> right. my first thought. Right. right. That you had no idea. Yeah. But so, it was just a lady who might have been drunk because she was riding that middle lane. <laughs> yeah, she was. The line. I saw that too. I don't know. I like, what's going on here? So, yeah, so the woman who escaped from the house, she runs into the road, she stops that car, and she there's this this is one of the really lame jump scares and I think the movie does a little bit better than this sets it up to, but when I see a jump scare like that where okay, she almost crashed and she's looking around and she's like, "Where's that lady that I almost hit?" and she like looks to the passenger side window and it's like bam lady's face and it's just like really like there's no reason that the audience would actually be scared at this moment i was so like I... I was like it's coming it's coming she's gonna slam against the window right. it's coming so I, I got a buddy who really puts those kinds of scenes into perspective uh we watch he watches a lot of superhero tv series and um, i'm watching one with him and they did like a classic cliche line like if we're gonna do this we're gonna do it my way or something like that i'm like why do they have to say that he's like listen man it's the genre they have to do the thing yes <laughs> so uh, pretty lame jump scare and yep. then we cut to pennsylvania oh, no, no he took my hand that's where we yeah yeah saw. so we see that uh she she uh had her hand cut off off and right. she says he took my hand and then we cut to pennsylvania and it's uh what's her name is it sarah yes yeah, sarah and john 
Yeah, so Sarah and John. Sarah well, is the most basic names ever. I know. Oh my goodness! And everybody else had such great names. Right. Sorry, yep. my mom's name Sarah. Sorry, mom. Oh man, calling out your Sorry. mom. Sorry, she doesn't really like her name meeting. She always makes a face. She's like, mm. yeah. And she didn't name herself, so she gets That's a free right. pass. All right. So Sarah and John and Sarah is super prego and she is going into labor and it's cutting back and forth between them and she's giving birth and the SWAT team's showing up to the house that the woman escaped from in Montgomery, Ohio. And like at the moment that the baby is born, the guy gets gunned down by the police. And of course, he's also holding the yeah, lady naked as a baby. Huh? Yeah. Huh. So, right, so that's something I didn't notice till the end. But uh, that scene, this scene right here, everything leading up to him getting gunned down, did a really good job of uh, answering uh, questions. Um, I, so by the end of the scene, I still didn't know why they paralleled the beginning, the birth with the death. But I'm like, oh, symbolism, right? Um, but they they had um, the SWAT team had showed up as he was uh, sitting in his uh, little office, and then his motion sensor had went off. You're like, oh, he's one of those guys, right? As um, you know, the motion sensor goes off, then he goes down. And into the room and you see the slab where she's like shackled to and she like broke through the floor or something crazy and right yeah you're like oh this guy's a crazy person he likes right, taking he people's looks, hands he looks down at the stairs and he does say uh he like throws his head back and he's like yep. Yep, he screams out <laughs> yep and they yeah. cut at that moment they cut to sarah as she's screaming as she's uh giving birth yeah it's like see yeah it's like perfect duality yeah. of what's happening in both places yep. um and then yeah the so the baby is born and we get you know these these parallel shots of uh the the naked dead serial killer with a perfectly placed rifle covering his wiener mm-hmm. yep and uh no I, such courtesy is given to the baby just gonna say that they showed that kid's wiener for a little bit yeah, yeah they, they did for a minute really, that was a while yeah <laughs> yep, yep it was long enough for me to like gather an opinion about it i was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> yep yep oh uh, yeah <laughs> so then uh we cut to um kind of the in the future and uh the baby is a little bit older 20 weeks and carrie's first comment was uh that is not a cute baby (laughs) (laughs) it was not a cute baby yeah and uh he's got two different colored eyes that had nothing to do with his cuteness by the way yeah no he was just kind of a no offense to that you know I don't know if you can call them child actors at that point. He can grow into it. I I mean, I was a pretty (laughs) ugly baby, so it's fine. Carrie did. I'm going to be honest. Carrie looked like an old man. I did. I looked like I was a 50-year-old man. (laughs) Like, I'll send you some pictures. It's can, can we post a, oh, yeah. a picture? Yeah, we can post of Carrie as a baby. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's <laughs> it's uncanny. You're like, yeah. why is that old man's head on that <laughs> tiny why body? Why is that baby so wise? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It also took me like a full year to get hair. So uh, I was one of those oh, bald yeah. kids rocking yeah. like the headband with the little yeah. bow. Well, you oh. grew into it. Yeah. yeah, I have a lot of hair now. <laughs> um so now we get kind of a montage of this kid as he's growing from you know like uh birth to like 
20 weeks they show him 26 weeks and then they're like five and five five years and he's talking like before he's even a year old so he doesn't cry when he gets shot right five years and five months he sees the spider on the window and Mm -hmm. i thought for sure he was going to eat that spider (laughs) because we (laughs) different movie (laughs) we did we did uh the hole in the ground which was also a bad seed movie and there is some spider eaten in that movie and i was like is he gonna eat the spider is this gonna be that's how smart he is he's using the scientific uh he's using the scientific theory already that's right (laughs) that would be pretty good if he's like i'm so smart that i know that i should just eat spiders People should use or at least but try he's, to see. <laughs> he squishes it in his fist, and we're yep. like, "Ooh, yep. he killed a spider." That was his first on-screen kill. That's right. <laughs> Body count one. <laughs> and then we kind of meet him again when he's like eight years old. Yep. And I'm sorry, he's a little shit. A little he's got a mouth shit. on him. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Right. Given his bad attitude. I'm sorry. About... You basically said what my parents would have said to me if I spoke to them like that. <laughs> so he's doing this like the, he does the staring contest, which actually the hole in the ground also had kind of a staring thing that came back in that movie. Sorry, mm-hmm. Elton, if you haven't seen that one. But no, you're fine. I'll probably watch parallels. it. It's actually really good. It's pretty good. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he does a staring contest with his mom. And I just feel like what both of these movies are saying is that staring at little kids that are supposed to be cute can just be real creepy. See, I knew this was going to come back. So I was like, this yep. is how she's going to find out. He's not who he is later. Which is also contest. what happens in the hole in the ground. Right. See, like at this point, I still had no way of knowing that this kid was like being occupied by another force. I still just thought he was just a smart kid. I think like I had forgotten all about the trailer and yeah. all I really knew was the synopsis that's on all the websites and everything. Okay. And the synopsis is, 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 is I'll say that she suspects a supernatural force. Mm-hmm. And so actually for me, as soon as they showed the serial killer, I was like, got it. He's inhabited by the serial killer. Got him. <laughs> yeah. Carrie, what about you? Like, did you see that coming at all? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very matter-of-fact answer. Yes. Right, I, right from the beginning? Yes. Gotcha. I was I'll like, be- this This is... It's doing this for a reason. He's totally possessed by this man. But I didn't think of it as reincarnation. I thought of it as, like, possession. Yeah. Because at God. first, I thought that the evil killer dude was, like, possessed by something. And it went to the yeah. kid. Ooh. But then they I were like... I was kind of hoping for something like yeah, that. Yeah. But then they were like, no, nah, it's reincarnation. And I was like, well, that works, too. Yeah. So let's uh, let's go to the date night moment. Yeah, um, date night in the parking lot. Yeah, right. So they're just in their With a car, bunch of beers, drinking beer in their car. Just like isn't that illegal? Grown ass adults. Isn't that illegal? Aren't you not supposed to have open containers in your car? <laughs> right. You're not supposed to have open containers in a moving vehicle. That's correct. Right. So they're just drinking beer in their car and they're chatting, and at the same time. Little Miles is being babysat by, I don't remember her name, the babysitter. Yeah. yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, good job. <laughs> good memory. So Zoe is playing hide and seek with him, but he's not actually hiding. He's mm-hmm. just standing in front of her and staring at her, at least the first time they try. Yeah, if a kid did that. I knew he was going to do that too. I was like, she's going to open her eyes and he's going to be standing there. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe so. Maybe I should take it, take it, 
take his time out well, for Carrie a second. Well, also just expects that little kids are going to kill her. Yeah, I worked at a daycare center for like six years. <laughs> it's the longest job I ever had. And uh, so I, I fully understand the child mind. <laughs> I do not, but I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> like this creepy little shit. He's just going to stand there and stare. Because I was thinking, I was like, what would I have done if I worked at the daycare and a kid did that to me? And I'd have been like, mm, I'm going to go play with another kid now. Yeah, See you like, later. I don't, I don't want to play anymore. Time for bed. <laughs> right. I actually did that with kids, too. If they were cheating, I'd be like, you're cheating. Put the game away. I'm going. Hey, man. That's so, a nice, concise lesson. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. So he doesn't do anything at first. And then... He she tries again and he actually walks away and then we see him do something where he, uh, I think he like starts speaking weirdly at that moment like to himself and then he turns the light bulb for the basement stairs to the left so that it won't turn on and then when she's trying to find him this is where she tries to find him in the basement and mm -hmm. I'm sorry but like I guess maybe I don't know my dad had a workshop in our basement so. <clears throat> Our rule was if you go in the basement, you wear shoes. See, that makes sense. Right. Like there's so, some I think there was like a kind of a workshop set up at this particular basement. And I'm like, babysitter, put some shoes so on. One of the houses one of the houses that I lived in did have a basement downstairs. But I was real young and I don't really remember. Right. I'm pretty so, sure I just went barefoot. But the other uh, one, we just had a crawl space outside, so you'd literally have to go outside. So, right. yeah, you would put on shoes because right. crawl spaces are creepy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, growing up, our basements were usually, they were only just for laundry. Um, if there was, like, a work area there, it was from, like, way previous tenants and stuff like that, so nobody used it. My mom was afraid of basements, and we didn't have basements until we moved to New York. So See, like, <laughs> I agree with her. Basements are creepy as fuck. Yeah, she taught That's us true. how to do laundry as soon as we moved to New York because she hated basements. Your mom's a smart lady. She's yeah. a very smart lady. She taught us how to do chores very early in life. Yeah. Would and she you... made it seem cool until it wasn't. See? Yeah. Would you go barefoot into the basement, Elton? Oh, yeah, for sure. It was just dirt. <sighs> Dangerous. Yeah. yeah. But the whole the whole thing is though what's scary is the descent into the basement. Yes. Right. Because yeah, that that's the thing. Well um, it's so for me, it was always the walk up the stairs because uh -uh, that's it's where going we, down. That when I was walking up the stairs, that's when I always thought that whatever was in the basement was going to grab uh, yeah, me. Yeah, the darkness is chasing you. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Oh, no, I thought going down was scarier. I'm probably yeah. I, I'd always like to have like the room behind me because like if I'm going down the stairs, somebody could come up behind me and really make my day bad. Right. You push you down. See. Right. I I don't know. I I had the opposite. It was like gonna snatch me so that I couldn't get up the stairs. You know what? They did like... a really good job of that in it chapter one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That gave me flashbacks to yeah. being chased <laughs> by ghosts in my basement. I was gonna say. I wonder if there's some kind of psychological study. Where they've asked people, which is scarier, going up the stairs or down the stairs? And what does that say about us? I just figured that that was a normal thing, that it was going no. up the stairs. No. All right. Well, I learned something today. Okay, so as she's walking <laughs> down the stairs, she steps on a broken bottle, which I didn't think Ooh. about it until just now. But, like, when did he break that bottle? I did not hear glass break at all. You're, right. You're right. Same. I, so I, I didn't know what it was. I, knew, I thought she was going to step on, like, a nail. I thought it was like a cup or something, something broken, you know? Yeah. Either way, she steps on it, she falls, and then there's some escalation here. So the mom is like, 
talking to him what did you do blah 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 and he's like i no, don't remember do anything remember? and yeah. she didn't say what did you do she said what happened what <laughs> yeah, do you remember yet. yeah yeah <laughs> jeez you made it sound like it was an attack on this little kid it was not an attack yet (laughs) yeah that's like that's not establishing the relationship between the parents of the first act very well (laughs) (laughs) so uh also importantly in here too this is there's a moment in here where she hears him speaking in maybe gibberish maybe tongues or maybe another language and goes into his room and of course he just has a tape recorder just sitting handy right right next to him and so she turns that on and records him and that's going to come back later i really liked the part where he it was some part of the flash of him you know when we're first meeting him at eight and he's dressed up as like a skeleton for halloween and i loved when he like washed half his face off and was looking in the mirror and i was like that's the duality of what's inside him yeah i went all like (laughs) yeah yeah that was good stuff that's what i wanted to say i'm a wrestling nerd and it totally just like flashed (laughs) me back to a wrestler i'm like oh cool yeah nice something that i had noticed watching was um his parents getting drunk inside of a parking lot and that was date night for them yes um it was really cool to see that because like she had said something she's like wow we're living in the suburbs who'd have thought that and um if i remember correctly they were just high school sweethearts that had hooked up you know got pregnant together and uh, made this genius kid right but this kid's a genius and they're just like you know high school grads who like drinking beers in a parking lot <laughs> right yeah i do like that too yeah, yeah. i thought yeah. about that but i was judging them a little bit for drinking in the car <laughs> I... yeah i mean like just go home yeah exactly i was I just want to say, if your pets are telling you that you have a bad juju person in the house, you might want to listen to your pet. Yeah. You got to. That's true. <laughs> Especially if you've watched a horror movie. That's right. Yeah. So if your dog is just growling at nothing. You got a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the kid is in his classroom with all the other smart kids yep. and they're doing, it looks like putting together models for an atom or something or a molecule. You're- <laughs> that was like the richest school I've ever seen in my entire oh, yeah. life. Well, it's for super smart kids. It and- was all the windows that made you, it's yeah. like, wow, look at all that natural light coming right. out of the classroom. And then the fact that he could just go to the bathroom by himself. like Right. He's, he's just hand up. What? They're like, go on miles. <sighs> well, wait a minute. I could go to the, I th- we had to have a hall pass, but I'm pretty sure we could just go. Yeah, but sometimes they'd say no. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes they would say no. <laughs> That's true. It happened a lot. <laughs> yeah, that is true, actually. And then he'd be like, but I gotta... They'd always be like, is it an emergency? Right. An emergency. <laughs> like, it's like, it... no, I'm not bleeding out of my urethra. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you never know. I do remember them having that talk with us. They were like, so, as a girl... If it happens, just quietly go up to your teacher and say, I have an emergency. <laughs> they gave us that talk. I think they, they told us that, but it was about if we shit our pants. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no way. <laughs> I think that was included as well. Okay. Anything in the pants and the <laughs> panties. <laughs> so he looks around the room and I, I don't know. I thought this was going to come back or in some way be telling about his character, but he sees this girl working with this boy and he, he goes up to them and he says, I want to work with Haley. Yep. And the boy is like, but we're already working together. And so as you do, you know, little miles, he goes and he finds a giant fucking monkey wrench. Yes. Classic monkey wrench. Yes. yes. As you know, you just kind of have those laying around a school. Also, I, I'm 
I'm pretty sure they locked up the janitorial closet. Like, oh yeah, public school. Yeah. This is public school moment. Public sure. <laughs> school really had it figured out. <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah, they don't really show how he gets it, right? He just kind of walks away, and then he walks back, and he's got this wrench. Right, but, and like unsupervised, nobody's looking at it. Right. right. Yep. Yep. So he. It's just... like the Rugrats parents taking care <laughs> right. of these kids. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I I I've also, recently discovered that that show is on Hulu and I've been watching a lot of Rugrats. So, good reference. Yeah, that was a really good reference. Also, I totally had a flashback and I totally remember teachers having like periods off and they would like monitor the halls during that, that period. That is true, yeah. And now right. I'm like, what? What? Well, maybe because it's like super smart kids school. They're like I know that's these kids why. just whatever. I know that's I'm why. I'm trying to justify it. No, us, I say but... I'm I said I know that's why. But um public school for life i don't know <laughs> <laughs> all right all right fair enough okay so kid comes back with a wrench and he's you know like i'm gonna smash this other kid to pieces and that's what he that's does right that's what he, he does. smashes that kid whose name is dash oh. <laughs> yeah yeah look at <laughs> you with the names yeah i'm telling you this movie has great names except for sarah and john it's so boring <laughs> yeah hashtag dash bash <laughs> <laughs> that's staying <laughs> So, um, and then he, you know, this is smart, you know, mom takes him to therapy and he's talking to the therapist and he's mentioned something about, you know, I'm afraid to say too much because I'm, I don't want to get anyone in trouble. And he right. mentions a person who's been hurting him. Right. It, he also has to take that test. My brain is bush right now because of COVID. What is that test with the pictures? Oh, uh, Rorschach test? Yes, thank yes. you. Because this is also what I was like, oh, duh. He says, hands of a nice lady is what yeah. one of them looks like. Yep. <laughs> the psychiatrist, whoever, specialist, doesn't really know what's wrong with him. She thinks that he's behind in, uh, what's what did she say? Like, interpersonal interactions? Yeah. Yeah. But then Sarah gives her the tape recording of miles saying these weird things in his sleep and she's like you might want to listen to this so that's very important because right. you know like most therapists i think just know an expert who studies reincarnation All my therapists have yeah All they're like therapists like let me call my reincarnation guy <laughs> they're like it's like the host of pawn stars yeah <laughs> it's like i got an expert on uh, sleepy time state tape recordings <laughs> that's right let me just give it to my guy i don't know yeah. all therapists that i've been to have been pretty like woo woo out there like not all of them but yeah. like they've been pretty there's been some hippies in there so i could totally see like one of them being like ooh reincarnation right uh, back to the the therapist that was talking to Sarah. She had, you know, she had done the whole cliche, you know, I have to ask. And then they right. cut to John flipping out at oh, home yeah. because um, Sarah had asked, hey, are you like abusing the kid? And John was very passionate about not having done that. And I thought they were going to do something really cool with like this angle. Um, but they kind of just like put it there for exposition. They were like, oh, hey, I'm John and my dad sucks and he used to abuse me. Therefore, I don't abuse my kid. Um, right. right. So, like, I thought that was going to be something that they expanded on later in the movie. Um, but they were just like, nah. Yeah, right. I, I agree. I think that I was, I was just thinking about this, that I think the only reason they have it in there is so that they can get John out of the house like yeah. later in the in the movie because he decides to leave because he's like 
worried, I think, that something bad is going to happen. He's going to lose his temper or he just needs to get away. I also viewed it as where um, they're trying to show like a uh, divide happening in the house, like the mom with the son versus right. the dad. That's where I thought they were going to go. And I thought they were going to play that up more. But yeah, meh. It's like, I'm sure the longer we talk about it, the smarter we can make the movie. Then it's kind of... <laughs> That's right. I get blamed for doing that a lot. <laughs> so uh, in here, the kid, I don't know. I thought this was really funny. She's in his room. I know it's not supposed to be funny, but he just whispers while she's standing there. Go, go fuck, fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> right. Young and... man. <laughs> I would have gotten slapped across the face. Oh, yeah. So she turns to him and she's like, what? And then this is where she has a conversation with him where he says something like, there's someone else in here. And then he points to his head. So, yeah, he's like, you know, something else is going on. It's it's starting to seem more and more supernatural. And then um, shortly after this, we get to I called him Dr. Exposition. <laughs> but he's the guy who lays out the entire premise for the movie. It's uh, the therapist's, you know, um, her reincarnation guy. Her photo friend. Exactly. Um, so he wants to talk to Sarah and basically tells her everything that you need to know about this movie, which is which is a weird interpretation of reincarnation that apparently there are two souls in this kid's body mm-hmm. for some reason. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. I love this. <laughs> I love this because it's like, since it's the first time that reincarnations been explored in a horror movie, this movie laid out the ground rules for reincarnation in horror movies. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you so can have kid, two souls. Two souls. You can have two souls if it only if <laughs> somebody yeah. dies and then, within 15 minutes of another person being born right. right and then they can be there until they're like eight years old and then yeah eight, yeah. eight years old is the cutoff yeah right like he says he knows all the rules right like he's basically like okay if you know the the thing that the neck the the invading soul wants is not resolved at a certain point these spirits these souls are going to fight it out and only one can win and it's like, I felt like, I don't know about you guys, but I felt like this was probably like a producer note where they were like, I don't think people are going to get it. I, I think you got to explain it. I think you got to walk them through the premise a little bit. Cause like, otherwise people are going to be like, wait, what's happening with this kid? Oh right. man. See, like, I wish they hadn't done that if that's the case, because this movie came out in 2019. I think the world's a little bit more secular than that. Right. I also think... Because, like, reincarnation, he would have came back as a lesser form because of all the bad shit he did. I'm just throwing right. that out there. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> actual tenets of reincarnation say yeah. that, like, the way you lived your life judges how you'll live your next life. Exactly. He would have been, like, a rock or something. Yeah. Or, or, like, yeah, if he was, like, an like an animist who believed in reincarnation, but that's next level. That has right. nothing to exactly. do with this. Exactly, exactly. Oh. Um, but like the but... whole thing with like two souls in the same body i'm like i guess but like this reincarnation doctor is basically like yeah yeah it's two souls in the same body you know like reincarnation he's like come on I, okay so i went to india one time and this happened <laughs> in front of me so <laughs> I, I saw it i was willing to go there what got me more was that he was like, yeah, I know someone who speaks hungarian and was able to translate this and it's a super rare <laughs> Uh, dialect of Hungary that's actually really close to the the 
Romanian border. So I was like, are they gypsies? Like, what's going right. on now? And then, yeah. I thought it was going to be that. like Sumerian, and it was going to be like that this soul had been traveling through the ages, yeah. just like killing people yeah. or something, which I would have been into. But... Yeah. I also nope. was like, oh, thank God it wasn't Latin because I didn't remember any of those words and they didn't sound like Latin. And, <laughs> well, I took too much Latin in high school, so. So uh, I have another really great name from this movie. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's the name of the reincarnation genius, yeah. uh, Dr. Arthur Jacobson. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And if, uh, if Sarah and John have the lamest, most basic names in the movie, Arthur Jacobson has the most fictional made-up name in this movie. <laughs> totally. <laughs> because they went out of their way to give him a last name. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah, like they call him by his first name and last name. Like yeah, no Dr. one else Every does. Time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dr. Arthur Jacobson. <laughs> Hello, Dr. Arthur Jacobson. How are you today? I'm good. <laughs> Did you see any interesting uh, reincarnations lately? Right. So this is the point of the movie for me where it became the omen. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, okay, so it's only going to get worse. The kid's bad. You got to, like, what's the return policy on a kid? <laughs> right. I actually and was now, just thinking the same thing. I was like, oh. <laughs> Do parents yeah. actually had to worry about this like a certain <laughs> age and then they're like oh it's too late to return i well it's uh -huh. you know like eight years old is when the reincarnation yeah. battle happens yeah yeah right i thought it was gonna so be like seven years because a seven year itch <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh, no that's just when symptoms start showing <laughs> So, you know, she kind of doesn't really buy into it at this point. She's like, this is silly. But then immediately after this, they do the dinner staring contest and the kid is humming and she is kind of looking and at him. rubbing her hand. Yeah, he's being super creep. <laughs> and she Quote, even... mom, please don't touch me yes. like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Some strong, like, Oedipal complex stuff going on in this movie. I, I was going to save this, but I, I guess we'll just bring it up now because this is where it gets into that, that creep factor for that kid. But, like, why are these movies, The Omen included, always mom and son? It's the maternal connection and how strong that is in its purest form that horror movies, like, fucking with that to, like, really pull on heartstrings. Agreed. Yeah. It's because she actually pushed him out of her cooter and therefore has <laughs> But it's always a, a boy, connection. too. It's never, like, an evil girl. It's because boys are evil. Mom is starting to believe the reincarnation thing because, you know, she's just looking at this kid and she's like, something's off. And and he's also humming a song that he said that she used to sing to him. And yeah. she's like, I don't know this song. She's, she's like, like, I, I don't would know. know. I would remember. <laughs> right. She's like, turn that blasted rap music off. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> She uh, and also she kind of mentions to the dad about what the doctor said, and he's immediately dismissive. And then probably my favorite. I don't know if I would call it a jump scare, but my favorite scare in the movie actually mm -hmm. is when she think kind of walks by his room and looks in and or he calls her, I think. And when no, she looks the, at him, he the has dog is making noises and she yeah, goes right. in there. She's like, what's she's talking to the dog Tallulah, I think. Yeah. Tallulah. Yeah, which is a Another great, great name. name. Yeah. I love that name. So, um, but she, can I just say what she sees? You can say it because I was writing notes and I missed it. And I, I know I was I, like, oh, I made what? a noise. I was like, Bleh! and Carrie was like, what? I like scratched my face. <laughs> Wait, is it the scene I'm thinking about? He's like sitting in his room. Yeah. Yeah. And he has the, the killer's head on his body for just a second. 
I was like, what the fuck? Shook. (laughs) That shit had me. I'm like, no, that's so ugly. Get it out of here. It was like really in that uncanny valley kind of feel where it's just like, that's not right. And it just really worked for me. I just saw the neck, the like H the like veiny old guy neck. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen the the others with Nicole Kidman? Yep. So very similar thing happens. Uh, she's walks into a room, her daughter's humming a song she doesn't know, and she's like, hey, stop humming that song, and she turns her around, and it's just the face of this old woman yes. with milked over white eyes, and she's like, I am your daughter! Yes, I remember that. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I totally that. forgot about yep. that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But I am your daughter. Uh, so, oh, and then we also see that the kid is drawing hands. And yep. immediately hands. after we see him doing that, he is sharpening garden shears. Mm, yummy. Mm-hmm. As hand shirt, hand cutters. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, His hand collector tool. <laughs> Around the same time, the dog goes missing. And oh, we got to talk about the baby monitor. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Speaking of like Oedipal complex. Turns the baby monitor into a recorder. And the way they the way they find out about it, um, it was it was a really cool scene. It was like the other, it was like the one time where they reminded us that John grew up in an abusive home. Yeah, he's like driving out of the cul-de-sac that they live in, and uh, his son says something about like, "Oh, your dad's a piece of shit, right? That's why like yeah. you're never gonna hit me, right, dude?" So like he's like, "What the hell did you just say?" Blah blah blah. He's like, "That's not funny. Don't talk to your dad like that." He's like, "We're all gonna die one day, oh, Dad." God. I'm like, yeah. "Even you." <laughs> Yeah. Even you. Yeah. So he's like, did you tell him? He goes back home to Sarah. He's like, did you tell him about this and that? And the third, how did he hear about this? And that's when they find the uh, the recording equipment. Yeah. Behind a picture. Frame. And it, like, yep. I, I'm glad it, I'm kind of glad it went in that direction because initially I was like, wait, so is this kid also psychic? What? What is happening? <laughs> well, I'm glad they turned it into like, no, he's spying on his parents yep. by putting a camera in their room i'm gonna be real honest i'm gonna be real 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 honest um if this happened i would have done what we did back home and i would have started looking up military schools to send that kid to (laughs) you're like he's he's getting shipped off to military school i don't think you want to teach this kid any sort of lethal skills though have you seen yeah, major pain? <laughs> military school is just strength and conditioning. Right. It also teaches discipline. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, so he found the, they found the recording equipment that he made, and then that immediately reminded me of the motion sensor equipment mm-hmm. that yes. the uh, totally that the guy had in the beginning of the movie. Yep, a nice kind of that that coming back. So I like the way when, when they parallel like that guy's traits that we saw in the beginning. There aren't that many that they show because that happens pretty quick, but mm-hmm. uh, it's mostly just cutting hands and recording things. Yeah. But, <laughs> yep. but I, they still do it pretty well. I like that one a he lot. Secret hidey holes. It's true. And basements. Yeah. He likes those, uh, you know, torture basements. Um, there's another jump scare that, okay, um, I do not like the trope of nightmares in horror movies. I just think that they're dumb. And you can always tell when they're nightmares because they- I, I couldn't tell. Well, they advance. Well, that one I couldn't tell for this particular one actually. So, you know, let me walk that back. I can usually tell, but um, they typically like advance the plot like a little bit too much, where you're like, ah, crazy stuff is happening. But like, they can't really do that because it would be too f- like pushing the plot too far in advance. Um, right. So yeah, but she has a she has a jump scare moment where uh, the kid like 
runs at her because I don't know. I think he said he had a bad dream or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And uh, right before he wraps his arms around her, he becomes the killer guy and he's like grabs her. <laughs> yeah. What bothered good. me even more was the next scene where he's just standing in the doorway and he's like, can I sleep with you? Uh-huh. And then he spoons his mom. Way creepier than that dream. Yeah, for sure. I didn't like it. Oh, yeah. I did not <laughs> That's like what it. He puts, his, uh, he puts his hand on her shoulder and says, uh, do you promise to still love me no matter what I do? And I'm like, what the hell? I didn't like it. <laughs> and then, you know what What I, I don't love about that? Like, So I, I thought that was really effective and creepy. Mm-hmm. But what I don't love about it is that later in the movie, we find out, big spoiler, that that's actually the last time that the kid was technically in control of his own body. Right. So, like, that was so creepy. And what made it creepy was thinking that it was the killer. But well, I, then they're I, saying that it really wasn't. And I was like, but. I'll, I'll, like, I'll play into that because sometimes, like, kids do that and they're just. You know, it, it it added that creep factor of which yeah. kids or which soul is in charge right now, because he's still only eight. I mean, he's still with likes and like hugs and some affection from his parents. He's not completely. It was just something about just the yet. placement of that hand. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty creepy. So that that was creepy and all. Um, I think the the reveal that uh that was the last time the kid was around. Um. I think it it didn't really do anything for the story, but it was cool because while you're watching these two battle it out for this eight-year-old kid's body, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, while you're seeing these two souls battle it out, you know, you're always thinking as a viewer, like, okay, when is it actually the guy? When is it actually the kid? You know, and then you're like, well, you know, it was like, well, maybe up until this point, definitely not. Right, right. Right, yeah. So then the dog. No, it's attack of the flies. Yes. But the, the flies know, lead us to the dog. I know. Yeah. yeah. But you brought up. This like, is where I thought the dream was happening. Uh, gotcha. Because Ben did bring up a good point. He was like, wouldn't she be able to smell it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. If there was. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. Even if it was in the basement. Like, there were that many that, flies. Yeah. Yeah. And that dog was pretty messed up and pretty decomposed. That's I it. feel like you'd probably smell it. Okay. Was, yeah. Why are the flies just now cropping up? Right. In this amount. Right. Was it also just me? Or I'm just kind of skipping ahead a little bit. But Go for it. Didn't they. Did the kid chop off all the dog's paws? I think it was just nope, one. just the front right hand one. Oh yep. wow. Yep. That's messed up. Yeah. So the mom finds that and there's a moment where he's walking up behind her with a hammer as she's trying to get this plywood that's been nailed to the workbench where all the blood is coming from and where all yeah. the flies are congregating. But he comes up behind her with the hammer and it was a nice kind of build up to, you know, an anticlimax where he's like you know the way it's framed you're like oh shit this is not gonna go well but then he's like here mom use this we right. need this i think i think up to this point in the movie we like we learn that the flavor of the terror is just like gore yeah mm-hmm. um because the movie's not like like you said like a lot of the jump scares were corny and predictable mm-hmm. but like what made the movie hard to watch was like the gore right yeah. yeah so we thought she was just gonna get beat up with a hammer yeah. at this point <laughs> well because we've seen this kid just like go to town i mean he's on another child last time he's just going right. through the we, tool shed now yeah. like we watched last month's pay-per-view dash bash 2019 <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> <Fight night>. and 
<laughs> so yeah, I liked that inversion of what of what the expectation was going to be there. Uh, so mom is obviously freaked out. Yeah, and he also tells you during this point, like sometimes when I leave my body, bad things happen. Right. Yeah, I leave my. He says like I leave my body at night. I think he told her that before. I leave my body yeah. at night to make room. Right. So yeah. And then uh, we are back to Dr. Exposition because mom is like, hey, Dr. Exposition, I need some more exposition. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and he warns her that Miles is too old now. Or, That's no, right. no, this he's is where eight we years get. old now. So it might be too late to save him. <laughs> the clock is running out. <laughs> We're right on the precipice. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, again, I feel like that was like a producer's note where they're like, all right, we need a ticking clock. Ticking clocks always work in these types of movies. So can we just like have someone say like, you know, eight years old is totally the cutoff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, honestly, he's been eight for a while. This, sh this shouldn't have even been a movie. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Uh, so, yeah, but he says like, this might be your last chance um, and he talks about like how the invading soul is going to take over. And, and again, I was just like, I don't really understand where this whole concept of like uh, reincarnation having anything to do with like an extra invading soul is coming from. We're breaking new ground. We're, we're, we're putting reincarnation under a shallow microscope. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah. Some, some really, uh, I think interesting moments i guess we can say happen in dr exposition's office because he's gonna do some sort of regression hypnosis so he can talk to the invading spirit quote-unquote he does get to you know he walks the kid back and he's talking to the quote-unquote invading soul and he realizes how sadistic and insane this thing is because uh He's talking to it and he's like, you know, who are you? And it won't tell him. And he's then trying to get the actual kid's soul to talk to him and tell him who the guy is, what's his name. Uh, but then when the evil guy takes back control of Miles, he says um, something about the drugs in the dude's bathroom. And he's like, hey, what kind of drugs are those? And he's like, so what do you think Sarah will think when I tell her I fell asleep and woke up with your cock in my mouth? And then he also like they do this really gross zoom in and he's like he basically also put pubes in his, in teeth. his teeth that he found in the guy's toilet. And I was like, OK, didn't need the close up of the teeth with the pubes in them. That was a little much. Right. I'm like, he's eight years old still. Come on, guys. Yeah, right. I'm still trying to watch a movie. <laughs> but I got to say. This kid, per, like his performance was really great throughout yeah, the whole movie. he's a good job. I, I love oh, yeah. the way he switches back and forth from, you know, cute and, and innocent and you feel terrible for him. I'm not going to, I thought he was creepy the entire time. I don't know which, he's good or bad. It doesn't matter. Super smart kids are creepy. Sorry. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Oh, I do need all that intelligence. I'm just saying. <laughs> so he successfully blackmails the doctor, though, because he's like, you're going to go out there and you're going to tell my mom that this didn't work and you didn't even, you yeah. know, there there is no other invading soul or whatever, which yes. later, I think it's great. The doctor, this is like the one time where I'm like, finally, a character in a horror movie makes a common sense choice where he's like, well, just fucking call her later then, which he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have just emailed her. I don't know why he called. <laughs> right. Text her. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the kid is outsmarted by the fact that phones exist. And um, so the doctor does call that night and he tells Sarah. Yep. 
um hey you know oh because the kid was like when he was trying to struggle back into his body he was scratching the couch and i was mm -hmm. very confused because the doctor said he somehow got the guy's name from the scratches oh yeah he saw, i saw yeah, it i couldn't make it out yeah like what yeah i don't i'm yeah. not questioning at this did point. either one of you so elton you didn't see any writing in the scratches i did well so i i saw that there was something written but i when i paused it to look at it i couldn't make anything yeah. out because it was like upside down but i was like those are letters yeah. oh it was upside down and scratched in the leather yeah okay see i didn't even see any letters i was like i just see a bunch of cat scratch looking things yeah, yeah. i mean but eight-year-olds have terrible penmanship so <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's all it was i just can't read eight-year-olds writing all right so, but he, he calls Sarah and he tells her, you know, this is a suit. Sarah, it's Arthur Jacobson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. And uh, he he says, he, this guy killed nine women. The 10th escaped. He cuts off their hands, then kills them. And he says that twice. Did you just notice that? He repeats it no. back to back. He's like, he cuts off their hands and then he kills them. He cuts off their hands and then he kills them. No, actually. <laughs> I swear to God that happened. I believe you, but I didn't notice. I was too busy being like here's who it is yeah right ding ding, ding. right edward skarka edward skarka the kid doesn't find out uh everything goes off without a hitch he gets off the phone um the kid never wakes up to eavesdrop and which was what i was expecting yeah. that i thought the whole i saw time. a shadow in the room though in the living room they were making it seem that way because um her and john were talking and then they gave us a shot of the empty living room completely pitch black right. and that i think that's where they wanted us to look for him yeah i thought the first time it had like a shadow of a little kid by the window and then the second time it didn't but i don't know either way i was like it works mm -hmm. he's there not there it's like gives you right. that creep factor yeah oh yeah so so then right like we cut to like they have a plan because they're like they have to do something right right and then the dad goes to school he picks up miles and i'm sorry Damn that but... sassiness oh man well mm. the way that the the teacher just kind of lets him go like they would totally check the office, but... Oh, yeah. I like how you're thinking from a teacher point of view. Yeah, I'm thinking as, like... I was a teacher for for a minute, and I'm like, I guess it depends on the school policy, but... And, and technically, it is his father, but, like, they would have... Like, the way that the dad talked to the kid in that classroom, that was a huge red flag, and I feel like the teacher would have been like, hold on, um why don't we go to the office and we'll figure out what's oh, going on oh yeah you thought of it from that perspective yeah i thought of now, it did, go ahead sorry go ahead did you get that impression before or after he raised his voice at his son that was like like the whole exchange where he's like oh yeah the, the uh my wife called and she talked to the office everything's fine and it's like oh. well everything's good everything's good you would have got he probably the teacher would have gotten a call in the classroom to say so-and-so's father is coming to pick him up they would send him to the office you're right yeah. Yeah. shoot even when i was a kid yep but dad just like bursts into the classroom he's like taking my kid i'm taking him yeah that's stranger danger he's like, it's my son and i'm budget chris evans i'm out of here <laughs> <laughs> yes i actually double took the first time he came on screen because i was like is that chris evans oh no 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 no, I didn't no that's even... chris evans from aldi yeah yeah that's right <laughs> don't knock aldi we love it <laughs> i love aldi he's it john did great <laughs> yes uh, so yeah i was more like so <laughs> okay one i was annoyed and i know they did it on purpose but i was annoyed that the stupid calendar in the background did not have a date 
like a month or a year and i was like they're doing it so you can watch it anytime i know but it's annoying me what? i didn't notice but that. they still what? emphasized what date it was and i was like how are you supposed to know if you don't tell me it's january february whatever and then two carrie should be like a prop master <laughs> for these things i would love that that would be awesome <laughs> anyway and two just the looks he was giving him like ho 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 i feel like i would have been dragged out of that room if i gave any of my parentals that look they would have been like "Mm -mm, carrie elizabeth get up right now yeah but he like snapped at him you know he's like miles i mean that's what happened he called his name like 10 times completely snow sold it i'm not saying yell at your kids but i'm just saying i get it (laughs) yeah see alton gets it like i do i get it i get it yeah so dad picks him up and at the same time sarah is she's going through miles room and she finds his secret files basically his like fbi files that he's got edward was getting sloppy yeah right (laughs) right so it's all uh i'm sorry that was the part of the movie where i was like yeah he actually is really smart he made a hidey hole yeah Yeah, that's right but he's getting sloppy serial killers want to get caught that's what they say right 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 so he's got all these files on the the girl who escaped in the very beginning of the movie so I think, like, at this point, Elton, is this the part where you were kind of like, oh, I see where this is going now? Yeah, so I'm like, okay, so she's she's gonna go, she's either gonna go do the unfinished business, yep. or she's gonna go try to do the omen. But she can't do both. Right. Yeah, I was just disappointed in her at this part. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, the uh, Sarah and John were, like, kind of frustrating to watch up until this point of the movie, and for the rest of the film because of this. Um, They were just not keeping up as much as everybody else in the movie. Like, right. everybody else seemed to be, like, on, like, really on key with what's going on in the film and they're just like just getting to it like 15 minutes later they're like oh my son's got a person trapped inside and they're like yes he killed the dog well, that's what happens when you just drink beers in the parking lot i mean you're gonna be late to the game i mean maybe that's what this movie you know that's another kind of like dichotomy for this movie is that like the kid is super smart and the parents are super dumb and that's oh my that's gosh. a message that's in there too she was frustratingly dumb and then she got super sloppy so we're in the we're in the we're in the climactic third act right um john did a really bad job he rolled he rolled a one on picking up miles from school but he got him yep um meanwhile sarah is packing up miles's clothes if i'm not mistaken yep and uh she's gonna go um rendezvous with them at the correctional facility they're sending their son to now correct Right, so now here's where shit starts getting crazy because now um, Edward, um, I'm just gonna refer to the kid as the guy now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's sitting in the back seat of the car with John, and John, John, idiot. Ugh. This is the first. <laughs> yep. This, this is the. Yep. This is the first time in a series of events in which John and Sarah drop the ball. Yes. John hits Edward with the spoiler alert. <laughs> Correct. He's like, he's like, just so we're transparent, son, we're sending you away. It was a hard decision. And then what? What happens? Ten seconds later, he gets a seatbelt cut, and then he gets stabbed in the kidney with a pair of scissors. Correct. Garden, garden. Those shoes, garden shoes. Correct. Is this kid, man? He likes tools. He's just walking around with these garden shears, like in his backpack, maybe. I'm like, it's 2019. This is an elementary school in 2019. <laughs> yeah. They they don't, I will say, they don't have scanners at every school. 
So Fair I was like, and, and I I fully believe that I went he to could, he could get away with it. Yeah. yeah, I went to all schools that didn't have scanners. Yep. So yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. My, my high school didn't do scanners unless there was an incident the day before. Yeah. I was going to say. My high school did. I was going to say I went to a Hicks school, so they'd have been like, oh, you got to do some gardening after class? All right, go ahead. Bring them in. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I, whenever my uh, friends who grew up in rural areas tell me about high school, they're like, yeah, we'd bring our bows and arrows mm-hmm. to school. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I bought yeah. my shotgun oh, Yeah. People would just leave them in their the back of their truck, like on their racks and yeah, whatever. <laughs> Oakley Doakley. Yep. So yeah, he he gets uh, dad gets stabbed and they crash and then mom comes to the hospital and she's like, "Hey, I know how to save my son. I'm gonna take him up to find the escaped lady." And I got so disappointed in her. We're gonna we're gonna do some uh you know we're gonna tie up some loose ends basically. <laughs> Like Sarah's I, like, yeah, you want to go murder someone? I'll, I'll help. I'll so help you. I get it, and I understand how it worked in the movie. Like I was fine with that, but the me, the me, me that mm. watches a lot of true crime was like, do you not know anything about serial killers? Right. Like they're not gonna stop. Yeah. Well, so or have you is, watched CSI? Have you watched anything? I don't know. This is all because of stupid fucking Doctor Exposition, because he's basically <laughs> like, well, if the spirit can just resolve whatever it is it it stayed around for you know it has something that it's trying to do so if you can just you know do the thing that it wants it'll totally go away serial killers like serial killing right the serial part that's a big deal she's like she's like that makes sense so i'll just kill her (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm on board so kill the lady that's all right dunzo too many beers in that parking lot Now I'm just gonna like I'm gonna watch this movie again and I'm just gonna imagine she was just a little lost. <laughs> yes. She's already got like the big piper eyes from Orange is the New Black, yep. where she just looks a little bit see, uh, wasted. Oh, all the time. see, I was also trying not to make Orange is the New Black jokes through this whole thing, but like there were times when she like said that, and I was like, you know what happens? You're already in Orange is the New Black. Like, you're already in jail. You know what's gonna happen, lady? Like, stop. Know what comes next? Do the right thing. Right. So, of all things, so, they stop at a pawn shop to buy a gun. Surprise! <laughs> in Ohio. Surprise! Oh wait, no. Are they in Pennsylvania? Uh, I think they're still in Pennsylvania at that point. Okay. Oh wow, they're doing a lot of driving. Yeah. Yes. It's not <laughs> that far from Pennsylvania to Ohio. Uh, Pennsylvania's a big state. Oh yeah, Pennsylvania's huge. Yeah. Can we have a 2019 real moment? Don't you have to wait 24 oh, yeah. hours to get a gun? Not if it's from a pawn shop, apparently. It actually doesn't. It depends on the state. Um, and yeah, that's she, actually true because back home, I think you can just go in and go out as long as you're not like immediately on the the list of no dos. I know I'm not I'm not exactly solid on the legislation, but I know PA is generally a pretty like loose state about guns. Yeah, my it's home also, state is too. It's also a a pawn shop, so you never know if the dude is actually on right. the up and up. So he just give him an offer he can't exactly. refuse. That's true. I mean, also, if you want a, a handgun, you can find one. Well, I I'm know just, that. That's all I'm gonna say. I know that. <laughs> I was gonna get real like vivid for a second and be like, I got big titties. I'll just walk in anywhere and be like, give me a gun. <laughs> That's the old Aaron Brock. Not where I was going to go, but okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and then also she buys the gun and then she says to Miles, you remember the pills that I have for you when we're driving in the car so you don't get car sick and they make you sleepy? Why don't you go ahead and take those? I need you to go to sleep because I can't trust you. So 
it's bad for the doctor to drug the kid, but the mom can drug the kid. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's yeah. his mom. All right. Do whatever right. she wants. Exactly. <laughs> um, so something, something that I noticed here, like, so by this point of the movie, I'm like, it's the third act. I'm kind of like talking out loud. I'm like telling the characters, what are you thinking yep. and all this stuff. And at this point, uh, the first mistake she made was she, uh, the kid looked in the front seat when she went into the yep. pawn shop and he saw, yeah. uh, Margaret's book totally. and, and, um, I think that's all he saw. He saw the book and he's no idiot. So he put everything together immediately. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then she came back. He took the drugs and like, I don't know about y'all, but he was taking it and I was watching like, oh, he's probably not going to swallow it. Yep. She's like, I need to watch you take these drugs. And he's like, I'll do it. I feel like he did the fake swallow. I no. Like I, 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 I learned that trick from Girl Interrupted. You put it under your tongue and you do the fake swallow. Well, the the right. shot that they have of even him putting the pill in his mouth, like his jacket's kind of in the way. Oh. So I was like, did he even have oh. like, did he even drop it on his Smart. tongue? Because she didn't even say like, let me see your hand. Because I thought about that too. She didn't even do that. Because... She's like, you might be smart, but you don't know sleight of hand. Right. Because in Girl Interrupted, they made them show under their tongue as well and open their right. mouth. Like, yeah. Once again, you know, too many beers in that parking lot she yeah she's not on her <laughs> she got game. sloppy yeah. <laughs> i mean she's not a serial she's not a killer either so she's gonna go buy a gun to kill a person of course she's not going to hide the evidence from her son right. by the way she doesn't load the pistol until yeah, she's in the too. lady's house in her bathroom <laughs> door open she left the door open <laughs> and the whole time i was also like fingerprints 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 like what are right. you doing like, yeah. she put she puked in the yeah. sink she got dna exactly. in the that's sink that's what i was thinking <laughs> i was like what are you doing amateur hour well, there might be she puked in the sink to drop the bullets in the right. yeah. well i was gonna say yeah there might be a continuity error there because i she dropped the bullets i didn't see any puke in that sink whatever that she's point. going to jail she's already been there it's fine <laughs> she's got some friends Oh man! So yeah, so she's taught. She gets Maybe to the house. This is the real prerequisite. Prerequisite. I can't talk right Pre-requisite. now. Prerequisite. Thank you. To Orange is the New Black. Like really, she killed a lady for her son, and then she had to go to jail. Right. I'm <laughs> no, gonna say 100%. no drug business this time. Just... Right. Right. Before she goes to jail in Orange is the New Black, she mm-hmm. goes to the victim, the the surviving victim's house and tells her that she read her book and she was moved by it so can i come in and the lady says no and good on her like she shouldn't let her in but she does and uh she learns that uh uh, sarah learns that uh what was her name elton margaret margaret i didn't catch her last name yeah so she learns that margaret has a family of her own she has grown kids and you can see that she's kind of struggling with her decision to maybe not go through with it but uh yeah that's when she, she goes pukes and she goes sink. pukes she comes back out and she is actually going to shoot her but she doesn't get the chance yeah because the cat's in the house and the cat got put outside and then you're like wait a second and then <laughs> yeah once once you see the cat you're oh man the kids in the yeah. house yeah like i liked that moment i like that kind of build up where it's like oh shit yeah. So, you know, the door was opened and the kid's here and, yep. and that's what happens. So I literally wrote, Miles stabs the shit out of her. Before he does, oh my goodness. he says, uh, what does he say, blue or hazel? Which, which one do you, you like which better? Do you like better? Yeah. He, points, he uses the this big ass butcher knife to point at each eye and he says, which do you mm-hmm. like better, blue or hazel? Blue or hazel? And uh, Margaret 
realizes that this is the killer because that's what he I said. I don't know if she realizes he's the killer. I but think she knows. She says that's she was exactly so confused. what he said to me the first night yeah, I met him. The, like, yeah. she, was so, she was so bewildered. Right. She's like, how this, Like, how does this eight-year-old know what the fuck's going right. on? Poor lady. Like, she has been through an ordeal. She escaped. She got out of that house. Right. She jump she scared. She had no fashion lady. sense. <laughs> <laughs> she had no fashion I'm sense. sorry. That outfit of the first scene and, like, her nail polish in the first scene garbage yeah i was gonna be an asshole and say it's ohio sorry people from ohio <laughs> i'm like come on it's 2012 and this is how you dress <laughs> so yeah so miles he stabs the shit out of her and he like that last stab slices was intense. her stomach open yeah, it was like harry carey style like yeah <gasps> this poor lady i felt so bad for her yeah and mom is like kind of slow to react she's like miles maybe stop i would have shot him <laughs> yeah oh yeah 100%. well see now this is where we're entering the omen territory like for real for real now because in the omen this is the part where the dad's got the kid and he's running him to the church and the cops are chasing him and he's he's checking for the tattoo and he's got the ice pick in his hand and... see i it's been so long since i've seen the omen honestly i'm trying to remember and i kind of remember all that but it's been years i gotta watch it again and brush up um on anyway. that one but but yeah um Right, so so uh, he just leaves after he stabs. Her. Yeah, he stabs the shit out of her and then he leaves and saunters yep. off. And uh, mom is like, like trying to save the yeah. mar the poor poor lady, poor Margaret. But except Sarah, except she's not smart. She's just making it yep. worse. Just I don't know, like pushing on her destroyed stomach. Yeah, <laughs> like she's in a she's in a lot of pain. Yeah. Oh man, I just feel so bad for her. Um. But yeah. so she, you know, she dies and mom leaves and she's running out and she tries to find Miles and she finds him in like an orchard. Yeah. Yep. And she, you know, says, Miles, it's over. And this is, of course, where the audience, if you're not an idiot, I guess. You're somewhat intelligent. <laughs> If you haven't been just drinking in parking lots for years, right. then you already know what's going to happen here. Because she comes up behind him, and it's pretty clear that something else is going on. And he turns around, and he, you know, has his James Bond villain moment where he's like, "You were so easy, <laughs> you, you stupid bitch. <laughs> yep. Don't you know it was me the whole time? It's too late." She's like, "No, that was the crux of the movie." <laughs> If I had known, there would be no movie. <laughs> I don't know why I did that laugh. <laughs> so, <laughs> finally, though, like, she's basically like, you stole my son's soul. But you, you can't won't have steal his body. His body. Yeah. So she's about to shoot him. And the we hear the shot. And then we see it does that thing, which is really common in movies where we know a shot's going to go off. But huh, it wasn't the person who had the gun that we were looking at. It was someone off screen. So she's been shot. And she's, some, she's going to die. Just some random dude who owns, I guess, who owns the orchard or something it's like if i could do a if i could take a moment to do a little harmless profiling on this guy yes please he voted for trump <laughs> i think the jacket gives it away right it was the jacket and yep. the hat and the gun yes. and the state of ohio yeah. was he wearing a oh, maga touche. was he wearing Burn. a maga hat Burn. no he wasn't he was actually wearing all blue <laughs> <laughs> ironic so she she done got shot and 
Yeah. I th does she die? Do we see her die? Wait. Yeah, died. it's implied. Yeah. Yeah, she died, and then the dad didn't die, because what happens next is the ending of The Omen, where the kid yes. gets taken in, foster and um, he gets put into, um, I think it's a boarding house or a foster mm -hmm. home, while his dad's recovering from his injuries, mm -hmm. is what they right. said. Yeah. And I like the part where sh uh, the the mom, like I guess like foster mom or whatever boarding home mom, she reaches out and there's a close up <laughs> of her hand and the the kid is just like staring at her oh. hand and I was like, Ugh. old hat. Yep. I would have preferred it if the movie ended there where he's watching her hand and it just cut to black and that was the end. But oh, that's corny. Well, for whatever. <laughs> Fine, Alton. I, I like whatever. It. Sorry. I like Alton. He's calling you out. <laughs> would have worked for me. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, I mean, okay, so, like, I guess at that, by that point, it's like, it doesn't matter how you end the movie. Yeah. But like, yeah, true. It's kind of like how they end a Disney movie where it's like, you know, oh, we're open for a sequel. <laughs> yeah. I really like you. <laughs> Just because he, he tells me no. Yes. <laughs> and he makes fun of Disney movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so then uh, the very last thing that we see is uh, the kid is is in the in a room, uh, his, his room, someone's room, their it's room. It's his room. It says Miles really big in the back. Yeah, on yeah. The wall. They've they've and made the room it, up for he him. He has the M cushion as well, the pillow. What the M spoiled little bitch? Yeah, he had a Letterman what pillow. A spoiled little bitch. I thought you were calling me a spoil. I was gonna say we're gonna have to turn off this <laughs> microphone for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. No, yeah, he has like a very fancy rich person room where he has yeah. like miles across his bed and then he has like the calligraphy m the big m on a pillow yeah who has like once again they should hire me to do props has. yeah <laughs> who has <laughs> they like... were a little on the nose with that bed. <laughs> yeah, a little bit so he looks in the mirror and he sees it's the killer in the mirror and oh man bad guy wins i i have a love-hate relationship with those kinds of yep. endings yeah, oh, I I'm a sucker for a happy ending. I'm not gonna lie, but as a horror fan, I've just fully come to expect that the the villain usually wins. I knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, see, like in a horror movie, the villain should win in a fucked up way because you spent 90 minutes making this person unkillable right and and then like some like blonde teenager on vacation like ran fast enough for something right right yeah um so yeah bad guy bad guy losing in a horror movie always feels like a cop out depending um yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one was all right yeah i felt like as soon as it turned where she decided that she was going to kill the surviving woman i was basically like okay like this is not gonna have a happy ending because one way or the other yeah. either mom's gonna die or the mom is gonna have to kill the kid and then whatever like like something is just gonna like it, it took that turn and i was like yeah the happy ending's kind of off the table once the mom decides that she's gonna become a murderer yeah yep but it's like you know a mother a mother's love that that dynamic and those heartstrings usually make a story like that compelling yeah. um have you guys seen the conjuring yes yeah so that was the same dynamic where the mom was the the, the victim of the demonic right. possession and it put a strain on the entire family all at right. once um yeah i i'm kind of glad that you mentioned that because i feel like honestly that's my problem with this movie I mean, once it, or like those bad seed movies, sorry, not this movie in particular, but like I'm one of those 
like whoa like where rare unicorn women who like doesn't really have that maternal instinct and doesn't want kids and so it's like i hate when movies are like you have to understand this emotion or you have to like i don't know it's just it's i hate it like all women have a maternal yeah. like all everyone wants to be a mom yeah like i hate that bullshit right. yeah but it's like to that point it's like it's still relatable for everyone yes. else because if for nothing else everyone exactly. has a exactly sure. yeah, yeah yeah so like i get it on right. that sense but like this one didn't really do it but i i've seen some movies that were definitely very i want to say almost offensive because you know some people can't have moms for, I mean, can't have moms can't have babies for like xyz yeah. or again they're orphans they can't have moms yeah. or you know whatever not allowed <laughs> whoa <laughs> prohibited so yeah so as usual we have two questions to answer the first was uh was this movie scary no um it was gory um it had parts that jumped at you with the music but um i don't think it was i don't think it was scary um from an i think i guess from an empathetic standpoint it was a tough decision but it wasn't scary to me yeah i i wouldn't even necessarily call it gory i would say you know it has its, its violent moments but they're not like they're not like what i would think of as gore you know what i mean fair fair yeah violence yeah is a word for um it. but i would agree i don't think it's scary i think it's it's a pretty mediocre movie but i i like carrie said at the beginning it's not the worst thing that we've watched for this show and i still kind of enjoyed it i i liked stop trying to backtrack you enjoyed it just be honest well i did and I mean, I know objectively it's not really a great movie, and we picked apart a sometimes lot of the logic. You don't. I mean, sometimes you love something because it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> like objectively, <laughs> it's not really a great movie, and I wouldn't say that it's a great movie. But I found it entertaining. I I thought it was a pretty decent horror movie. I liked some of the little scares, but I wouldn't really call it scary. But I did like like one or two of the jump scares i liked that creepy the old guy face on the body that was the great kid. the ha uh, the kid with the hammer was great yeah mm -hmm. um, yeah when when the kid beats the shit out of the other kid in the classroom i was like whoa yeah. you know you don't you don't see that too yeah. often in horror movies mm -hmm. the movie was a fun ride yeah right. agreed yeah. um exactly so yeah I, I would also say no not scary so i'm actually going to kind of count contradict what i just said because i do have a lot of empathy despite what i people may think from the jokes i say yeah. um and i think that yeah if you're a mom or someone who has that super maternal instinct or you know you even like a father i'm not like you know just saying moms but uh i think it could be scary because i think that's what gets people with these bad seed movies is that you want the best for your child. You want them to be healthy, like healthy, happy, all that stuff. And then the thought of having a kid that's like uh, evil, pure evil. Yeah. Can be terrifying. Got a crazy man inside. Him. Yeah. So in that sense, I, I will say I could see it being scary to me personally. I did jump a few times. I am a sucker for jump scares. That's why I, I hate watching movies in the theater because I feel like everyone's judging me because I jump. <laughs> um, That's true. <laughs> uh, for me, though, am I going to have nightmares about it? No. Am I probably going to think about this movie again? No. 
Yeah. You know what's one thing that this is kind of tangential, but one thing that I actually do appreciate appreciate about this movie is that there there was a real opportunity to go for kind of the low-hanging fruit in horror in this movie, which is like to just go for the like is he crazy? Does he have some sort of disassociative personality disorder? But they really didn't go there and I appreciate that because the whole psychology aspect of horror where they try to play up well maybe he's just having a psychotic break or maybe the mom is crazy or something gets really tired and i like that this movie didn't even really go there even though there were two therapists involved in this movie so i just wanted to say that i appreciated that because i'm sorry i'm just gonna say it that that whole trope of well maybe you're just losing your mind is fucking boring and it's so right. annoying. So well, she did say that, I believe. Like she said, she felt like she was losing her mind at one point. But, yeah, but it's never um, like, no. is she just imagining this? Yeah, and I agree with you. I want to say, actually, as someone who I'm not going to, I'm not ashamed of it. I've been to therapy. I still go to therapy. And I think it is helpful for a lot of people. And if you feel like you need it, you should look forward, to, like look into it. No shame. Um, therapists are actually super open people in my experience so i could totally see a therapist being like maybe it was reincarnation so i i'm down with it i just like i love i love the uh i love the of the um the scene where this lady's like i just happen to know a hungarian expert yeah that, that's <laughs> yes, the part for, for sure. me too i was like what it's like it was it was so corny that i loved yeah. it yeah hungarian it was, yeah. like it's so random yeah. yeah it's like this lady came into pawn stars with this tape recorder and she's like <laughs> i'm trying to pawn this tape recorder it's got this on it no for sure <laughs> let me call my yeah. hungarian guy yeah I, translated I right away he's an expert on hungarian roots he's like, oh, yeah, this dialect's only spoken by half a million people <laughs> so how much is this worth it's worth one reincarnated son <laughs> there you go yeah oh man all right our second question that we have to answer does this movie have lasting appeal um no i think the omen has lasting appeal hence this movie <laughs> yeah I again I feel bad because I host uh you know co-host a horror podcast and I don't remember the specifics of the omen. So, but like everything that you're saying is bringing back my memories of that movie and I'm like, "Oh yeah, yep. like I remember all that shit now." So, I'm glad that you said all that cuz I'm like, "Yeah, you're 100% yep. right. This movie's really not just not breaking new ground, but really just retreading it's even worse. I'm just thinking about it. They gen it's they gender swap the parental roles inside of this movie as opposed right. to the omen, where like the mom was critically injured. But the same thing: the dog yeah. died, the sitter died, um, right? And uh, the doctor who tried getting involved met their end untimely. Arthur Jacobson got off scot free thinking about it. That's true. <laughs> he made that phone call, and Edward didn't come after him. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna say no. I again it was like a middle of the road movie and yeah I feel like I mean as art in general you eat something is either really good or it really sucks and that's what makes it have lasting appeal yeah. and I think that this is just middle of the road and I, I I'm just like meh I don't know yeah I, I remember when this came out, like a number of people online kind of being like, hey, you know, this movie's actually pretty good, but it's it's in the vein of The Omen. So 
I do think that it will probably be forgotten. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, There's definitely some better bad seed movies. Yeah. I if if we compare this to the hole in the ground that we watched, yeah, the hole in the ground's way better for yeah the start of this season. Um, Alton. So uh, again, a, a similar vein to the bad seed vibe, but I think that one I would say strays from the Omen um, tropes um a little bit okay but i i I like the atmosphere of that movie and this one feels a lot more generic to me so i i think that they were probably trying to go for kind of mass appeal with this movie because it has those jump scares the the cinematography is very reminiscent of a lot of mainstream horror so i think it was kind of going for that vibe and i think it may have gone against the movie because it just doesn't feel particularly unique yeah, it was hard. It was hard to get all the way into it. Um, yeah, I think the only people who will watch this movie move, moving forward are people who happen to miss it, or yeah. people who are doing a podcast episode about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, I would say though, like I think this movie's worth a watch. Like if you're looking for a horror movie that will pass the time and be kind of entertaining, oh, yeah. I have nothing against this movie, but it, it's definitely not breaking new ground. And I don't think that it's really going to stand out in the pantheon of bad seed movies. So if no. you get some free time during this quarantine, you know, pop some popcorn, put on some Hulu or whatever streaming yeah. services, <laughs> yeah. you watch the prodigy on and, I'm going to say, we yeah. won't judge you if you drink a lot of beer during it. Yeah, pregame in a sure. parking lot. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly what you got to do. But please don't drive home if you do that. No. Like, just, yeah. Okay. That's the part that I was like, you guys can drive <laughs> yeah. so. That's what I mean. Like, come on. These parents are not smart. No. no. Sloppy. <laughs> so uh, regarding uh, lasting appeal, I did write down some little factoids for us for reference. So Rotten Tomatoes critic score is at a 42%. I'd say, yeah, that's that's probably about right. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes audience score, a little bit lower at a 37%. Because they've all seen the omen. Woof. <laughs> they all, yeah, they just walked out of that movie and all they could see was the dad with the ice pick getting shot by the cop, and they were like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a little bit low personally. I'd be like, okay, 50%. What that's whatever. Okay. Uh IMDB score a little bit higher at a 5.8 out of 10. And then Reference uh, for the budget. Uh, the the budget was six million. U.S. total gross was fifteen million, and the worldwide gross was twenty one million. So it did well, but like you know, this is not really going to have sequels or anything. But you know, it, it did pretty well. So thank God yeah. it's not going to have sequels. <laughs> they could probably do it in like twenty mm-hmm. years with like Miles Teller. <laughs> <laughs> they could always just like do sequels where they're like this guy is just getting reincarnated over and over again and it's just don't this, give them ideas it's the same don't movie give the studio <laughs> it's ideas the, it's the same movie over and over again no <laughs> it's just child's play yeah so no yeah all right so before our final wrap up um alton do you have anything that you want to say for those fine people out there do you want to plug like your podcast or yeah absolutely yeah um, go for it f- first of all i had a great time with y'all here thank you for having me Aww, this was so much fun i was gonna say coming i don't know right <laughs> it's all long distance but thanks for dialing for in and getting <laughs> on your go. internet 
I love it. Okay. Thanks for clicking that link that I sent you. Yeah. So allow us but, to record. <laughs> thank you. And like you said, um, you can listen to me on the name of that podcast. Uh, I do that with my good friend Eddie. We have a lot of good time being non sequitur buffoons on the internet. So that's fun. Um, <laughs> that's great. It's all love. It's for the kids. No, it's not. <laughs> And uh, we will definitely share out any links. So uh, if you find people listening out there, uh, you know, check out Elton's podcast. He's a he's an awesome dude. Yeah, I told him I loved him. So that's how you know. (laughs) Before we go, we have one big favor to ask. If you're still listening, you probably enjoyed what you heard. So we could really use your help to spread the word about this show. So tell your friends about us and hit that little share button on whatever app you're using right now to share this episode on social media. We would really appreciate it. And we appreciate you. We really, really would. And I mean, honestly, what else do you have to do right now during quarantine? So just throwing that out there. You're already just on social media. Come on. Just, yeah, just be honest with yourself and others. (laughs) Anyway, um, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for news and announcements. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.